0: there's something about laying down with your kids being with your kids at night yeah just really creates that, that relational bond when you're reading them a book when you're doing, doing it with sticks and those became special moments for us and so what we were doing was we're, we're trying to replicate some of that take out the guesswork because parents are busy and if i'm a young pastor not knowing what to do yeah with my kids in the evening i know that there's a, a lot of moms and dads out there going lay people yeah well, what, what do we do
1: And welcome to Candid, where we never settle for less than the truth. I'm your host, Jonathan Youssef. Each week, we'll tackle tough issues, answer hard questions, and take a candid look at the Christian faith. I love that I had the chance to welcome Zach Cardin back to Candid Conversations. I've had the honor of working with Zach at the Church of the Apostles for the last 12 years. He recently left our church staff to become the senior pastor of Marietta Community Church. Before he left, I wanted to have him on Candid to share about a new children's resource that he has launched that my children love. In this episode, Zach introduces us to Gray Bobby, an endearing cartoon character and podcast host on a mission to help parents disciple their children with rich, simple, and entertaining biblical resources. Join us as we explore the origins of Gray Bobby. And learn more about this engaging character who is featured in devotional content, engaging videos, and faithfully shares the love of Christ with the little ones in your life. Now, on to today's episode. Today my guest is a return guest. It is Zach Cardin, and he is here to help us think about how do we teach theology to kids. And he has come up with a cartoon and a podcast and some really helpful ways that we want to equip you parents and grandparents with that will help serve your family. And we're looking at devotional content, video content. It's all good. Zach, thank you for taking the time to be on candid conversations. Thank you for having me yet again. Okay. So your content, the idea Mm -hmm. is a cartoon character Yes. who is a dog, yes. and his name is Gray Bobby. Gray Bobby, with and an E. With an E. And so you need to tell us how you came up with okay. this character and the story behind it, and then uh, we can talk about what's available for parents to help sure. them. So Gray Bobby,
0: he came along when I was in seminary. I was in a, was a, was a church history class with my professor, David Calhoun, he was a professor at Covenant Theological Seminary, and he had a very deep, moving voice. Anyway, I don't know if that's relevant to the, to the whole conversation. <laughs> Dr. Calhoun told the story of Greyfriars Bobby, mm-hmm. which some people may know from the movie, I think, back in the 60s about this dog. So no one knows it. So, so, so no one knows it, <laughs> but it was a, a little dog. This was in Scotland. And the, I believe the, the owner's name was John Gray, mm-hmm. ironically. And John Gray, his, his little dog would uh, be with him everywhere mm-hmm. and meet him when he would come back from work. And when John Gray died, Bobby, the, the dog would go sit by the grave until he was shooed out of the cemetery, the great fire cemetery. And so every day he would come in, every day they, he would be shoot out, and it just kind of became a, a beloved feature of the community. There is actually a statue to mm-hmm. Greyfriars Bobby. And so he, that's, that became his name, Greyfriars Bobby. And I thought, what an awesome illustration of the devotion we should have to the Lord. And I thought, what a wonderful thing. What It would be great to have a, a character that would teach... Truth to Kids. Yeah. So, Great Bobby started as kind of an idea of maybe doing a book or children's book sure. that followed the shorter catechism. Then I discovered there was a, such thing as a first catechism or a catechism for young children. Mm-hmm. And so, that, that's where it kind of started. And then it got put on the shelf. We started having kids. We had a, our first child in seminary. And then as my ch- children got older, I started doing catechism songs. I, I brought the dog character back out. But ultimately, it was when my my kids started listening to Adventures in Odyssey. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they got a CD and, and, a, and a kid's meal yeah. through Chick-fil-A. And I thought, you know, they're doing a good job teaching about yeah. the Lord and, and life. And, and I thought we need something uniquely geared towards teaching kids theology because mm. there's all, there was a lot of stuff at the time yeah. that taught you know, more moralistic type lessons. Be good, be nice. Yeah, But there were fewer things that actually taught. Here's who God yeah, is. Attributes of God and yeah. character of God. Yeah. Here, mm. And here's mm. what he's done. Mm. So during my, it was one of my churches. I, I actually got a soundboard and created a, and I don't even remember how I did it. It was on a computer, I know, and I don't remember how I did it. How I put computer it together? Computer took up the whole room. How I yeah, the computer took up the whole room, like back in the old IBM. Days, <laughs> real <start>. the reel. <laughs> like we're doing an Apollo moonshot here. Yeah. But the soundboard was huge, and I and I I think I had it running into a computer, and then I had to manipulate it on the. I don't remember how I did it, but I yeah. created this three-episode CD that I gave out to friends in the church, and their kids would listen to it when they would go to sleep, and my kids would listen to it. And then I, I forgot about Gray Bobby for a little while. Yeah. Um, then what? Yeah, yeah then what?
1: <laughs> so Gray Bobby came back. What and resurrected it, him. You know,
0: what resurrected him. Um, so I did college ministry at Church of the Apostles for my first about three years. Mm. And during my time there, I met a couple of guys who were going to SCAD, that's
1: Savannah College of Art and S- Design yeah, Savannah Savannah for College our national audience. Right, Savannah College of Art and
0: Design, and two creative types, Preston Cook and Thorne Winter. And I just saw how gifted they were, and I followed them on social media, and they did this very uh, avant-garde thing with puppets. And I'm thinking, man, they do such a great job yeah. with what they do. I started talking to them about Grey Bobby. I gave them that CD, yeah. and, or the files, and they... Listen to it, and the next thing I know, they've come up with a, a puppet version of uh, the strongest story on the CD uh, about a, a robot that's run amok, mm-hmm. and I was so impressed by it. But then we started talking about it, and they're like, "This is really not feasible to do with puppets because yeah. of the cost." Yeah, and so you know, a couple of years elapse, and they they do a whole
1: pilot with animation, and I was blown away. Yeah, and you've been able to use that material for VBS uh, vacation Bible school here in Atlanta. And um, I mean, I I can testify to my children love the gray Bobby character and the animation and everything. So give us a a little snapshot of some of the content that you've created. Yeah. Some Um, video content. So after the pilot, we decided we would, we would do a few
0: devotionals. So we have a, probably a five part series with me being a human uh character uh so live action character that was yeah. has a really bad accent and I'm a <laughs> uh Sherlock Holmes type character and then I'm interacting with Grey Bobby and Betty the bookworm who is his sidekick who's also his adopted sister that's spoiler thing. alert spoiler alert so we did a devotional series uh, we did an advent devotional series for uh, for Christmas we did a Thanksgiving special that we put out and all this is available in the app. And then we did some songs with uh, some characters called the earworms. And <laughs> so all of that, just what we ran into is more of a, you know, we can't really sustain this. Yeah. So we need to kind of figure out what to do next. The video is very, of course, expensive and time consuming. And these guys have had full-time jobs. So we were trying to figure our, our way around it. And then we ended up, Had the idea that a podcast was a whole lot easier to execute. Yeah. And we haven't abandoned the video concept. We're working on a seven part series on knowing God. Yes. And we've already uh, just about completed the first video. And then um, the the second video, the script is written. Um, But, you know, we decided that we want to do devotionals and particularly bedtime devotionals. Right. For kids. And there's, there's really a story behind all that of, of why bedtime devotionals. Because growing up, I didn't know how to go about doing quiet time. Sure. I was a young dad. I was just kind of grasping in the dark. Here right. I am a pastor. I'm afraid to ask anybody, okay, how did we do this? <laughs> I don't know how to
1: do this. You're the one that's supposed to be teaching I'm us. I'm <laughs> supposed to be the one teaching. So
0: <laughs> we just had a children's Bible. We read the children's Bible. We prayed. We sang a little song, probably like Jesus Loves Me. Yeah. And then I said the the – Benediction from number six over them. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord cause his face to shine upon you, be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give you his peace. And I said that over them. Yeah. Every night, most nights. And there's something about laying down with your kids, being with your kids at night, yeah. just really creates a, that relational bond. Yes. So when you mix your faith in with that, and this is just a complete accidental discovery, a providential discovery, I should say, that. When you do things at night with your kids like that, when you're mm. laying down with them, when you're reading them a book, when you're doing devotional, it sticks. It just yeah. sticks. Yeah. And those became special moments for us. And so what we were doing was we're, we're trying to replicate some of that, take out the guesswork because parents are busy. And if I'm a pastor, young pastor, not knowing what to do yeah. with my kids in the evening, I know that there's a, a lot of moms and dads out there going, Lay people, well, yeah. What, what do we do?
1: So you've created these. Uh, Bedtime devotionals and just, you know, for those of you parents who are uh, listening to this, you can pull up whatever podcast platform you're listening to right, right. now and type in Grey Bobby, G-R-E-Y-B-O-B-B-Y, and uh, it should populate, but it's Grey Bobby Bedtime Devotionals. Right. And um, you can listen to that. We've listened. There's currently three episodes. Probably three. by the time this episode airs, you'll have uh, a, a number more. more. But um, I've enjoyed it. Um we do devotionals. We you know, I wasn't like you, I knew what I was doing. Right. Just kidding. Right. You're <laughs> not, the expert <laughs> not even close. You know, we had our little routines, similar song, prayer but I will say my kids really look forward to it, even just having done it the last three nights. Uh, I know that tonight my son's going to say, can we do another one? And I'll say, we're out of new, ones. Out of new ones. And he'll yeah. still ask to repeat them. But it's it's sweet because even if, so you're going to, these will be released once a week. Right. So I would say, parents, what it's doing is giving you even a model of what you can be doing Just in the concept of singing a song over your children, praying a prayer with them, get out the storybook Bible, get out you know Kevin DeYoung's Big Bible, you know any of those things. Read through it, ask some questions because it's true. It's a really intimate time. Your kids are kind of winding down from the day. You know, obviously some have more energy than others, but even my endless energy son is—he knows that this is kind of like it's time to kind of listen and. And be quiet, and and I think I think even providing a model, you know, once a week you can listen with your kids to the devotional, and then now hopefully this has set something up for you where you can follow this pattern. Yeah. There's
0: routine. Routine was big. We we were doing routine even when our, our child was little. So someone said to us, it's very important to do a routine for your kids, so they it signals them they know it's what's time up. to go to sleep. Yeah, and so we were already doing a, a routine with them. And it was very basic. It, they were, you know, he was, okay. he was a baby, so he didn't really know. It was <laughs> yeah. just a, a signaling we're we're going to yeah. bed now. Yeah, but yeah, I think that's great to get into the cadence of regular evening times together, because before you know it, before you know, it, and I'm, I'm I'm telling you this is with 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 kids. I have three kids in college. One child who's about a year and a half away. Technically, you have two kids in college. Um, right? Technically, two now. Sorry. That's right. I have one that graduated. Thank you for reminding me. I'm
1: sure he would appreciate um,
0: it. I am really old now. He's so. been a guest
1: on our show, too.
0: He has. And, uh, there's this sense in which you you look at these years, and you're busy, hmm. and you're frustrated, yeah. and you just want them to go to bed. Yeah, right. So you can get a little peace. Right. But you also have to remember you only have so many years. Yeah. And these are the most crucial time. This is the time when the roots are being implanted in yeah. in the soil of of faith. Yeah. And so without you know without nurturing that mm. you know they're, they're going to be rootless. Yeah. If we wait till the point where they can reason. Yeah. Then it, it gets a little bit more difficult. The you know it ups the ante there. <laughs> so yeah. getting truths in front of them early and and, and careful what kind. So yes moralism.
1: Yeah, I wanted to ask about that. Let's talk about this. Moralism
0: is a it's a dangerous thing.
1: Yeah. It's Sunday school, though. I mean, it's rampant in Sunday schools. It's rampant everywhere. Great churches and
0: (laughs) even some great video content from Christian, like for kids. Yeah. A lot of it, you know, be good, do good. And that's not the message. Which is true. Which is true, but that's not the message of the gospel. That's the fruit of the gospel. That's the fruit of the gospel. That's what comes after Christ changes our heart. And then as we're being sanctified more and more, as we mortify the flesh and we exhibit the fruit of the Spirit. Mm. So, if you get the cart before the horse, it changes the message. The message is be
1: good and moralism. Yeah, because, I mean, when kids get older, if the foundation that's been laid is uh, sort of moralism with some Jesus sprinkled on top, Right. You know They're going to say, well, I've been a good person. And this is interesting. I had this conversation recently with someone, which is like, and I know you want to talk about this, which is uh, what Ligonier puts out, which is the mm-hmm. state of theology. Right. Uh, for those of you who don't know, it's an annual report that mm-hmm. they put out or maybe semi-annual. And it shows what... Essentially, evangelical Christians believe, and it's sad to say that most of them feel like, you know, if I'm a good person and I've I've right. said a few prayers, you know, there's nothing about uh, lifelong commitment to Christ or or faith and right. and sanctification. None of those those things are all absent, mm-hmm. and it's probably tied to. You know, the old 80s and 90s youth group ministry models, which yeah. was moralism and party and yeah, everything's fun and fine. And, you know, and kids run into problems in their life and they don't know how scripture or, you know, the spirit ministers to them or th- right. everything's inaccessible, it seems like. Yeah, I mean, the podcast series is interesting. So, you know, I'll come back to the theology
0: aspect. but The pro- podcast is interesting in that we're going through the Proverbs. Yeah. Proverbs can be dangerous, right? <laughs> we were told in seminary, don't preach the proverbs. Right? Uh, I'm in the middle of a Sunday school class now, teaching the proverbs <laughs> very carefully, very carefully, because the the problem with the the proverbs is that they're they're great observations. Uh, nine times out of ten, those are those are truths. But also, you've got to be grounded in the reality of the gospel. You you yeah. can't you can't get to this kind of merit based thing so what we're looking at with these proverbs is we're looking at, at yes there are things that happen in our lives there are ways we go astray and we need to be aware of those things yeah but ultimately we keep coming back to the reality that if christ is not in us that the holy spirit is not helping us we can't do these things or it's for nothing right we've got to ask for this help yeah if i'm not doing this for christ
1: mm.
0: what am i doing this for mm. it kind of goes back to purity
1: culture mm. okay Purity culture... It's called candid conversations, by so the way, i We're being candid. I'll be <laughs> candid with you. My thing with
0: purity cultures is it's not a great thing to save yourself from marriage. But why? Yeah. Why are you? If it's not for the glory of Christ and the love of Christ, mm. you're going to fail. Yeah. You're going to fail. And, and it's going to be hard enough, even if it's for the glory of right. Christ. But your heart must be to glorify God in this and seek his help in it. Mm. You know, that old purity culture offered all of this, you know, Hey, if you just do this, this will happen. Yes. Uh, it's, it's that old plug it into the equation. A plus B equals C. Yeah. And the problem with that is that it, it it really places the focus on me getting something out of this. The reality of faith is that if you look at the hall of faith, if you look at, at what the author of Hebrews is saying, Hey, sometimes these great things happened, and then mid-passage is like, but then they were stoned or <laughs> sawn in two. Yeah. And so, yeah. sometimes your, your faith is going to bring negative consequences, right. positive and negative consequences. So, we've got to keep this stuff before our kids. We, you know, we've got to be cultivating faith in yeah. you know? them. You know, obedience is the fruit that comes out of faith. That, yeah. I think that the, the best way to describe it is through a song called Love Constraining to Obedience that I learned in college that was one of those revived hymns that RUF did. To see the law by Christ fulfilled, to hear his pardoning voice changes a slave into a child and duty into choice. Mm. That is obedience that flows from the gospel versus moralism. Mm. And that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to cultivate a love for Christ. And how can you cultivate a love for a Christ that they don't know? And theology is knowing who God is.
1: Yeah. And this, I mean, let's talk about this for a second. There's not a lot of kids content out there that's doing this.
0: The, the, the field is growing. And I, I think that's a great thing. I mean, we, you know, talking to Preston and Preston's wife, Christina, who's the voice of, of Betty and has been a, an incredible blessing in this whole process, giving us that female perspective and that mom's perspective on things that we just don't have as dads. We're excited about other people being in this arena. And that's one of the things that Preston said. I remember he said, we want to be one of many. Because I mean, there's there's not just one Sesame Street, right? There's not just one Dora the Explorer. And there's not just one. There's a whole panoply of, of secular mm. educational shows for kids. Yeah. Why can't there be a whole panoply of good theologically rich Mm. educational shows for kids yeah and that's what we want to see we want to see a revival of that you can see sprouts sprouting up in different areas i know you've interviewed some people who are already engaged in that
1: yeah
0: um and, and and we're excited about that yeah it's not daunting to us at all we want to to put out what we put out there and let god do what he will with it
1: so parents are listening to this they're feeling convicted they want to do it well reiterate how to find the podcast. Right. But what are the other resources available? Gray Bobby resources. Go to graybobby.com.
0: It'll lead you to the app. It'll lead you to the Roku app. It'll lead to, to the podcast. Everything yeah. is there. Okay. And th- there's content there. And we will update the podcast content quite frequently. Now, um, that's going to be the main thing until we kind of get critical mass to be able to focus on entirely our, our resources resources on on the animation. Yeah. That's not going to be as, as prevalent. But we're working towards them. We believe God's going to provide it. We're going to get there. Yeah. And but during this time we are really just trying to get these stories and these characters in front of
1: families. Yeah.
0: So that families can fall in love with these characters and, and buy into the vision of, of what Grey Bobby is all about.
1: Yeah. Well, as a parent of young children, you know, my wife and I are always talking with other families about there's not a lot of great Christian books. There's not a lot right. of great, you know, even media, uh, content. It's all, whether it's moralism or, mm-hmm. you know, or just completely secular. It's, it's just so encouraging to find something that I know is going to teach good principles and that my kids right. actually want to engage. You know, it's not something right. where they're like, this is Boring. terrible, yeah. you know, it's, <laughs> it's not well done or whatever, but this is done at a very high level. Yeah. And, um, yeah, these I, guys I, are so great. So the one yeah. of the things I love about this is I will write a script
0: and I'll try to inject a little humor, but I'm I'm not as funny as these guys. And they're really good at throwing in things that will make you laugh.
1: Yeah, even, was, even just for mom and dad, sometimes yeah. I I have found myself <laughs> laughing at certain things that my son will miss, you yes. know, <laughs> and,
0: and that was so wonderful about Veggie Tales is that um, the Phil Vischer did an incredible job. Throwing in humor that parents would get, whether it was something from Monty Python or, or whatever it was yeah. um, he, that he threw in there in his sense of humor. Thorne and Preston are like that. They'll yeah. throw in things that are just absolutely hysterical. To me, we've had our launch party, and I was listening to the first three podcasts driving down through Atlanta traffic, and I was la- I laughed out loud at a couple of yeah. places because I didn't write that into the script. They put that in the script. <laughs> And I didn't only heard one side of it because I'm doing my vocal parts. They're doing their vocal parts, and I, I don't
1: hear the finished product until right. I listen to it on the podcast until it's too late. <laughs> um, okay, Gray Bobby G R E Y B O B B Y Gray Bobby Bedtime Devotionals Podcast yeah. uh, app in the App Store, and uh, we're we're looking forward to more and more content, both video podcast related maybe one day you'll produce a book. Yeah, we're hopeful that you know, we'll,
0: we'll produce a book. And part of the thing behind this is that, you know, you have a pastor who's looking at the theological. That's kind of missing in a whole lot of, of what's out there, Fields, not even yeah. the good stuff that's out there. Yes, I'm a pastor of theological training, 22 years as an ordained minister. So I, I've i been around the block a, a few times. Right. I, You've raised kids. I've raised kids. So I, I'm coming at it from a more of a – you know, that input, we do hope that, that we can get to books. I've written yeah books that, that were self published, of course, but I'm hopeful that eventually we'll be able to release some, some book content. Yeah. Uh, right now we love the format of podcasts because mainly that's where millennials are and they're the ones who the parents
1: know. Yeah. Well, I know there's parents and grandparents that are listening to this, and um, hopefully by now they've already downloaded the app and sent you straight to number one on podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Zach, this is just such helpful content. We're so grateful for it, so grateful for your heart, for ministry, for kids. Again, people, listen to this, find it, download it, use it with your kids and your grandkids. They'll be blessed. You'll be blessed. Zach Garden, thank you so much for being on Candid Conversations. Thank you, Jonathan. Candid is a podcast from Leading the Way with Dr. Michael Youssef. Don't forget to connect with our social media pages on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And subscribe to Candid Conversations on your favorite podcast platform so that you never miss an episode. While there, please leave a review. It does help people to find us. As always, thank you for listening to and sharing this episode.